The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready? Run, take a sip. Yeah. Have, a, have a little sip of your coffee. Raise your going. glass. Raise your glasses. Here's to Maths Australia 2021. And the Great Reunion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kia ora. Welcome along to The Real Pod. I'm so excited today because not only have we got... So much maths to talk about, including three new couples. Um, there's also a thrapple in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jane, cancelled <laughs> off the blocks. But what if I tell you that the thrapple is me, Jane Yee, Alex Casey, who is now back at the spin-off Hello. officially, and also Duncan Green. <laughs> is that exciting? I think that's exciting. It's amazing. Freaking exciting. Um, this is a big deal because we haven't all been in the same room together behind microphones for... A wee while. A wee while, but also like knowing that this is a thing that can continue to happen. Oh my god. Lovely. It's exciting. So it's not a nice time. It's yeah. like we're home. Um, we've also got Jonathan producing. He may jump on mic every now and again. He's not watching maths, um, but you're keeping up, aren't you, just via the podcast? I'm gripped uh, to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very convincing. Um, and I know that there are plenty of cornies as well who are not watching, but they are listening. Yeah, it's always they have the better end of the deal. <laughs> Let me tell you that I, because really the time. Oh, the time. Yeah, I mean, the look, time. they should just do. Hey, a tip for cornies: you could do the the, the cheat code that I use is just watch the dinner parties because they are unbelievably good TV and there's enough recappery in them that you sort of feel like you keep across the the key beats, which means I'm going to be quiet ish by my standards. For the first portions of the show, and then come in super hot for the for the back end. We'll see. But appreciate you both doing the actual work. Mm. Can I just shout out to me for doing this and the Bachelor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a oh, I like oh, how no. your voice keeps She's tearing up <laughs> at the moment. I'm tearing up. It's emotional. Uh, it's emotional, and it's it's a hell of a lot of television. But anyway, this is your reality TV recap podcast. Uh, if you are new, welcome. It's chaos, but we hope you like it. Please go ahead and join The Corner, which is our Facebook group. It's called The Real Pod Corner, actually, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. It's a lovely time. Tell your mates if you listen to maths as well. Yes. Outreach, outreach. Outreach. Community yeah. outreach. Also, thank you to everyone who has joined The Corner recently and answered the security question by saying... <laughs> I'm a corny, and I'm sorry. Oh. There've been quite a few, Alex. Really? Yeah. Oh, that moves me to tears. Yeah. Duncan, do you know what that's I, about? I got told yesterday, okay. and I got happy. When I <laughs> <laughs> All so right. Sweet. I want to get that tattooed. 
I'm accordion, I'm sorry. Around my wrist or something, like a bracelet. Around your neck? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Under your lip. Are we doing real news? No. No, no we, we did that in the previous podcast. That... I saw Kimmy yesterday, real news. Oh. I saw Kimmy at Morningside Tavern. K- Kimmy? Kimmy from The Bachelor. Kimmy from The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you and allowed to talk about this? I think it's my eyes and it's my life <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and I saw Jonathan from at the mall. Jonathan at St. Luke's from, not that Jonathan, from The Bachelorette, season one. Lucina. The one who had the earring and the pug, who was a very quiet man. Looked like he was having a good was time. Was he wearing a hat? Mall. I feel like he wore a hat. No, no, no. He was dressed, he had to turn black. They are curious. all just merging into one lovely bachelor and bachelorette to me. Let's play the reality check sting. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> how do you feel about new couples at this stage, guys? I love it. I love the weddings. I know I feel like you might be grisly about it. I'm just grisly about like having to write about more people and remember more names and so on. But I, I, I was grisly for all of about three and a half minutes and mm. then I was all in. I also love how, you know, the twist this season that they've decided to invite the pre-existing yes. couples to the wedding. Amazing. Great, great twist. Yeah. I wonder how in advance they planned all of that. Because I know that, like, the first one was Kerry and Thingamay. And um, <laughs> it's Toby Manheim. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Thank you for Jig. And uh, his whole family couldn't come seemingly last minute. And I wonder if they were just, like, we're in a crowd. No, because they had, they had weddings early on that had literally no one there. Rusty and... I know, but the balance, because her whole family's there and oh, his isn't. Oh, okay. Mm. But also, what a nice way for the new couples to have to enter into a dinner party is already having met some of these people, you know, way less intimidating. True. And probably puts them in a place where they feel they can be a little bit more active in the dinner party. I just love the way that the show is always innovating within its constraint, which obviously is common to all reality TV to an extent, but... There's some kind of sense of, like, we're always trying to make the show better. And by better, I mean worse <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the world, yeah. but better for yeah. us who can experience. just, like, extract our morality check <laughs> for an hour and a half while yeah. we watch it. Because it's, it's good watching. Mm, they try and mitigate it, though. Like, they innovate, and then they try and come up with, like, the pseudoscientific reason behind uh, yeah. it. Like, Alessandra's like... Good for a surprise for the <laughs> couples in their yeah. relationship to see a stranger. It's like, <laughs> like when they make the big deal about the because obviously two of the couples, uh, the rest of the cast were aware of because they went to their weddings. But then there was the third surprise couple that they weren't aware of, and I believe that's how they did it. Uh, like with Tamara and Dan, and that they just turned up at the dinner party, and everyone was like, "Whoa, yeah, um, yeah," taking that kind of view of, oh, you know, we've done this to, you know, throw a new dynamic into the mix. It's like, really? Yeah. Or did you the, just... Yeah. The pseudoscience <laughs> so uh, of, of the, the experts. And, like, I particularly, for some reason, John just kills me. Like, the, the, he's got this really earnest tone and demeanour and it's like he really believes it. And it's just such, like, nonsense. <laughs> and I really, like... It's so entertaining. It's such mm. a cool little sub-sub-subplot of the show is watching John sort of buying his own bullshit so uh, happily. I really I enjoy disagree. I think John's like going to town in a good way this season. I feel like the ho- all the experts are like 
leveling up. I love the way he just shouts at Bryce and is like, you're being a huge fucking baby. You need to shut up. <laughs> the experts are definitely taking more of uh, an interfering role. Yes. I, guess I, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm talking about when they're watching oh, right. the TV. Or yeah. when the, my favourite is when they're sitting down, like, like, putting the couples together as if they haven't, as if production haven't already decided this, you know, six months ago mm. and they get these photos and they're like, I think this person would be really good with this person for this reason. What do you think? And they're like, yeah, and they're like, well, shall we go with this couple then? <laughs> so, so good. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's talk about the new couples. We start with Johnny and Kerry. So both of them are <clears throat> divorced. She is, I can't, I can't remember what he does for a job. What does he do? Um, he's a theatre... Oh, he's a theatre manager or something. Yeah. yeah. Both did hands just there. Yeah, because it's the international sign for theatre. <laughs> and Kerry is an occupational therapist. Get, getting on in years? <laughs> or is I she? miss the button? No, she's not. Oh, but, right. You know, in, her, in her story. Right. Uh, she's worried she So she's like 30 or something. Yeah. And like, yeah. She's, yeah. she's only got five minutes left. <laughs> um, these two are impossibly cute, and I want them to work out forever. <sighs> these two have an inner light... That I have not seen for yeah. a long time in any person. <laughs> I love it. I'm obsessed with them. I, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna go all the way. All what do, the way. What do you think, Dan? Because you only saw them at the dinner party. I barely saw them at the dinner party, right? Because, like, my whole being was was transfixed by uh, by Bryce and, yeah. and what have you. She was the one James like had a, his arm around her in the final minutes when he was doing his big sort of... Oh, his big disgusting, yeah, disgusting. kind of I'm, I'm single, single therefore out. you are too, I assume. Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh, she's lovely. They're lovely. They are lovely. Yeah. They had... I mean, she has a really good relationship with her ex, um, whom she just moved out from... Not living with like ago. not that long ago, like they <clears throat> they they divorced and continued living together for a while because they're such good pals. But there's no spark, right? So they're basically flatmates, and this is just a slight cause for concern with Johnny because the ex is like texting and going, "How's it going? <laughs> like, is, yeah. it, is it going good? What's he like?" <laughs> I mean. He said it made him sick. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he perhaps overreacted a little bit, but she handled it really well. Mm. I thought by by saying, "Look, I understand why." you would feel this way and I would probably feel the same way if I didn't have the context around it, which is that we are truly just friends and uh, and that's all it will ever be. Uh, and I think she showed a real empathy mm. at the risk of sounding like an expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, she showed real empathy in seeing where he was coming from and understanding why he felt that way and, it, uh, you know, they managed to, to talk it out and it was quite lovely. But it was quite tense for a moment there over the um, the big plate of prawns. Yeah, there was an amazing edit where, like, in his interview, Johnny was like, it actually makes me sick. And then it cut to, like, her doing this, like, discussion. You know how you have to get really into, like, prawns, you know, like, you have to deal with a lot of These are prawns still entrails. in their entire, like, big bodies. <laughs> yeah, and it was just her kind of, like, grossly <laughs> picking apart this prawn. Um, I can't. I can't overstate the size of this platter of prawns, though. There must have been a lot. 50 prawns on there for two mm. people, plus mussels, plus some other dishes. And then when she did this lovely little picnic for him in the rain, very romantic, to try and make him feel better and reassure him, so much food. Like, massive plates of bread, six sandwiches, entire platters. And the complete opposite of the Bachelor NZ, where you get, like, two and a half crackers and a slice of tomato. And you feel, like, really strongly like it's the same crackers. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that it's the just, same packet. They're, they're, they're just journeying out and they get, they get put back in. <laughs> Those crackers are soggy. <laughs> um, I can't possibly comment, of course. <laughs> that's kind That's kind of it, really, on them. Uh, have you anything to yeah, add? Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's all. I kind of I kind of got where Johnny was coming from. Oh, but totally. I'd like to say that I could be the mature one and be absolutely chill with that and be like, yeah, it's sexy if you want. Mm. No. 
Not like, cool. if, if Joe looks at somebody else, I'm like, I'm gone. Yeah. We are over. You know, like, tunnel vision on me all the time. Is that why he, is that why he, is that why he walks around with a blindfold? Yeah. <laughs> pictures of Alex Casey on the inside. Of me on the inside, yeah. Yeah. If I ever die, I said he has to stare at a photo of me until he dies. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we'll make sure that happens. So I kind of, I, I get it, I get it. But she was very good dealing with it. And she is that classic person. I made a note. You know people who say, when she's like, it's a bit of a bummer, hey. You know, people who say hey at the end of sentences like that, it's a very specific type of person. I think I do that. I think do I do that. Would you go, a bit of a bummer, hey? Yeah. I, Would I, you? I, yeah, I, I think I remember deliberately starting to do that like 13 years ago, and I don't do it all the time, but like I think I think I called it off Amber, who's like head of our video production, and I love it when she does it. Mm. I don't know who I called it off, but I you think You don't tend to like it, Alex. No, I think I'm really impressed by people that do it. Like, I think it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a bit of a bummer, hey. I'd say, I say, hey. No, I see. I, I use them interchangeably. Yeah. So a bit of hay, a bit of a. Mood based. Okay, I'm going to keep an eye out for this. What about you, Jonathan? Are you a hay guy? I think, like Duncan, I uh, admired people who said hay, but I haven't been able to work it into my own mm. lexicon. Yet. Yet. <laughs> now we're going to try. Because I, yeah, I want to admit to the New Zealandness of, of A, mm. but like hay just gives it a slightly different vibe. It's sort of um, like a bit European or something. Yeah. <laughs> a bit exotic. It's very exotic. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's definitely you've got ears now. Okay, let's move on to Liam and Georgia. Um, I love these two. Wow. I, I was worried that maths were doing, going to do a bad thing and set up someone who was bisexual with someone who was not going to cope with someone being bisexual, but they didn't. So Liam's a farm boy. He's um, His dad left when he was 10. He's really cut up about this. And he's the first bisexual man that they've had on the show. Amazing. I can't remember a bisexual woman, do you? But presumably there must have been. Georgia loves pink. She loves. She, and when I say pink, I mean, I assume she probably loves pink the singer, but she loves pink the colour like nothing else. Who doesn't love pink the singer? Uh, I mean... Really? Oh, no, no, no. I was trying to think of the name of that bar that didn't let pink in. <laughs> Deadshot. Deadshot. Don't Deadshot. Deadshot. They don't love it. Get out of here, pink. <laughs> um, yeah, she, what an interesting character she is. She really is. She's super chill about the big reveal that uh, that Liam's bisexual. And especially the way that it happened, like I think he wanted to sit down and tell her, but what happened was at the reception, Dunk, they, the, the cast, the existing cast, Brought it up in conversation. Hey, they were just. Oh, yeah. I said, hey. oh my! But how, you did it. I did it organically. Yeah. See. Wow. This is fantastic. <laughs> how did they know? They didn't know. They asked. It sort of came up in a roundabout way. It um, came up so weirdly. Like maybe it was just like because we knew what we knew about Liam. But even in the build-up, there was that strange, sort of vaguely bromancey oh, joke thing. Uh, yes, but there was also what they were saying is, "What are your non-negotiables? What yeah. are your non-negotiables?" And that and. He was like, I don't have any non-negotiables. And she said something, someone who's not open-minded. She was like, someone who's not open-minded is a non-negotiable for me. And then I think it was Alana said, so what if they swing the other way? Is that not a non-negotiable? And someone just blew it out, are you bisexual? Are you bisexual? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, was Bex. Yeah. I, um, and I he, wonder if it was someone else. Yeah. And he that. was like... Yes, I am. And then they did this. They did the big dramatic, like, cut to kind of awkward faces of <laughs> Georgia, and we went to the break, and then we come back, and she's like, "Cool, great. I don't care about that. I'm, you know, it's, all that matters now is going forward is you and me." And it, they discussed it a lot 
later on as well, and she was completely just amazing. These shows are so confounding, eh? Like, because they they have these almost arbitrarily, they'll take like a a social issue and do like an absolutely brilliant mass education job for the people watching, or just like the worst nightmare uh, gender Mm. stereotype roles, and then you just kind of. They contain multitude. Mm. They just are both. Yeah. Do you think it kind of breaks even in the end? Like the progress and the... No. What's the opposite? <laughs> regress. <laughs> regress. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of an interesting one, hey. <laughs> is, oh, well done. <laughs> <was> really... <laughs> a little forced, but you're getting there. I think the experts like actively talking about gaslighting now yeah. feels like, you know, new. Like, that, like rather than just seeing it, actually... Naming it. Yeah, and Mike Gunner and Heidi was the first time I really understood what gaslighting was, so I was educated, and we, we've seen plenty of gaslighting in this season as well. You know what? You could actually do some really cool research. <laughs> wow, well, like, nerd. If, if you're in, I know, yeah. massive nerd, but, like, if you had a control group of, like, you know, 1,024 Australians who were regular maths watchers and then controlled for demographics and just did other Australians and had an attitudinal survey about a bunch of things, that would be a really cool thing to know. That would be cool to I know. I think you'd find um, people uh, understanding of what some of the stuff is that they don't want or that they might see in relationships from now. I mean, that's kind of what you're getting at, right? Like, yeah. It is, it, it, like, it, is it yeah. a net positive for society mm, based yeah. on people kind of learning? Being ident- able to identify mm. toxic behaviour. Yeah. And also having examples of people who are really strong and then seeing someone like Melissa who you're like, whoa, I think I've been like that once upon a time and I, I now that I see it objectively, it's not like, it's it's terrible for her mm. the way she's just so submissive and uh, ready to roll on anything. It's a shame that she has to be on the national telly doing that she for all be of our the, benefit. She the um, crash test dummy, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, just on the progressive sort of conversations around Liam and Georgia, uh, farting. In the relationship. Yeah. You know, when, 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 where, who, how. Okay. <laughs> when is the right time? <laughs> he he really wants her to fart and burp. He's like, that's a sign of us being close. He wants her to fart, like, a little too much. Don't you reckon? Well, he's like, <laughs> indeed. He's just like, a little fart and it'll be all good. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if we came in, on, like, at the end of a conversation where they were talking like sh- they were talking about, like, needing to fart and not and not feeling ready and him being like, just, just break the seal. <laughs> So to speak, <laughs> just do one little fart and then we and then we go all done. Mm. But then he was like, "I wanted to fart and burp, but I want, you know, I do it." And she was like, "I don't." <laughs> I'm a magic lady. <laughs> I have a friend who says they don't burp. They swear by it. They swear that. And I'm like, well, I don't know. You know like they can't. You know burp. who does? Janie can burp on command. On command. I've, 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 I've already done it on a podcast. On a podcast so, um, you're my big claim to fame. If you listen to um, BFM, there's a sting that someone burping BFM cheers. It's me. What? It's me. I'm the BFM cheers. What? How? Because Joe used to do the ads for them, and he got me in and was like, "Can you just do a bunch of, weird, you know, a bunch of whatever?" <laughs> a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I burped. I used to be able to do it better. Like I could burp words. Yeah. Uh, and I do a BFM cheers. I don't want to do it now because I feel like I'm if be you sick. can burp words, you can definitely add on a hey. BFM cheers. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh well, there's nothing. This is the bur- it's burp week. Yeah, <laughs> burp week on the spinoff. No, that's right. No, once it, it's heinous. Hey, Liam. Yeah. I haven't seen like heaps of him because obviously he's one of the nice, happy people. Yeah. He had a, like, and I can't tell whether I'm just sort of projecting this like due to like a particular kind of physicality or whether it's real. But does he have a little bit of the the Troy Troy stuff? 
No. He's just a Not nice person. All. He's just a nice guy. You yeah. missed Rusty and Coco, who you would have loved, both you of them. Oh, you would have loved Rusty. You would have loved Rusty. Mm. <laughs> he had Was a bit he, of the, what, like the, a... He was a bit of a Troy, bit of a David Seymour vibe. Oh. Yeah, he was, he was a real oh, treat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't know what salmon is. Let's Fantastic. just quickly talk about the honesty box that um, Liam and Georgia had to partake in. They both want to wait a few years for kids. Great. Then came the question, how many sexual partners have you had? She's like, I've had five or six. I feel like if you've had five or six, you know if you've had five or if you've had six, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Um, and then she asked him and he was and, and it was like more than 30. Yep. Uh, 50 plus. Quite a few. No. 50 plus could be anything. I mean, it's it's love, it could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be 2,629, <laughs> you know. Um, and again, they went to break with her kind of having a face on of like <gasps> shock, but they come back and she's like, chill, that's cool. I don't care. Like, what's the she's what's the proportion amazing. men to women? I, <laughs> tell, yeah. me about, tell me more. Give me a breakdown. I'm a pie chart. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <clears throat> if you're interested, about five or six dudes and the rest ladies. But he's never dated any guys. Never dated any guys. Her only issue with him, and there's quite a big one, is pants are a bit short. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's she's just, like, that's fixable. That's really, she's like, that's well, fixable. it's not, though. It's actually a really difficult thing to get right. Right. I think it's a maths thing as well, isn't it? Or is that just fashion? Oh, it's just like the, it's like they all have to have the same haircut. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of things to discuss there. Yeah. Don't have time. Anyway, after the, after <laughs> that night they um they had sex together, so that's now fifty one plus and six or seven for her. Six so. or seven. <laughs> Moving Good on. on. Moving she said, and also she was like, We're officially married, if yeah. you get what I mean. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, Chris and Jamie uh, these two are, are the least happy of a happy new three couples. He is a tall, soft giant, self-proclaimed. He's dyslexic. He has two daughters. He's a FIFO worker, so two weeks here, two weeks away. And he's super romantic and very Australian. He's got Hemsworth vibes to me. I love him. <laughs> Just the, the giant. Yeah, very big, big, big torso. Chest, giant, huge chest. He's so kind. And he's so sweet. And romantic. I don't know what a FIFO is. Fly, fly and fly, fly out. So works two weeks on ground. Is it fly flow? No, fly flow. Fly in, fly out. It's an acronym. Oh, okay. <laughs> fly flow. Fly flow. <laughs> you should, just to kind of increase your just general era of sophistication, you should, where you get the opportunity, call it fly flow. I'm doing a fly flow visit. <laughs> so I could use that. And if no. I was going to Wellington, no, no, oh. no it's, it's a type of it's a type oh, of shit. employment where you have two weeks on, two weeks off, but your two weeks on generally at Oto. That's <laughs> on the other hand, maybe you should just start misusing it and pronouncing it fly flow. Fly flow. Just these are just some things you can do with your life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Jamie is a marketing and brand manager. She's a farm girl. She's got a dog called Rocky that she thinks is her child. She's frozen her eggs just in case. And uh, little little red flag here. And nickname amongst everyone is the princess. The princess. She didn't come across that princess here at the beginning, but it, we got there a bit, didn't we? Yeah. I also did you kind of see a red flag when it was like there was almost like a content warning by the expert being like, now what we'd like to do sometimes is match people who aren't very well suited to each <laughs> yes. other because it's kind of interesting for the science yes, or whatever. Yes, and it was yes. like, shit, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it can go one of two ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she's used to dating high flyers who are emotionally unavailable. 
And cool. the experts are like, will she appreciate the change or fall back into old habits? <laughs> she doesn't see, seem keen at all when she walks down the aisle. The hair is a big problem. Yeah. And I, I can understand that. It's a pretty full-on example of the form. It is. It is really <laughs> intense. And the way he, I don't know, I, I, I literally saw him washing his hair at one point during the, this week. Um, yet his hair is... But he also... But, but his hair looks quite greasy. So he's, I mean, a lot of product. It's product. You can fix that. But you also you can grow your hair and change your hair. You unless, you're, unless you're married to Troy. Side Merkins to cover that. <laughs> <laughs> to cover that. The bald bit. You don't hear about side Merkins as much these days, do you? <laughs> Um, she doesn't like the tattoos. He's not manicured enough. He does yoga, and she thinks yoga is a bit slow. I mean, obviously, deal breakers all around. He um, scuba dives. Yeah, she doesn't want she to. Want to. Like, he scuba dived two hundred to three hundred times. There's got to be a number in there, you know, like that's like five or six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he does his he, he does his vows, and of course, he's dyslexic, so he's he struggles with that, and. Oh, another thing, she's like, we are, like, from different worlds. He left school quite young. I went to uni. She doesn't like how... That's a yuck. He said something like, I'm not very good at English, but I'm smart in every other way. She, he hasn't told her he's dyslexic, I don't think. Mm-mm. But she seems to be judging him very heavily on his ability to read from speech cards. It's awful. He did a lovely speech at the wedding, and it, so it turned her around quite a lot. Is, is he, like, when this inevitably falls apart as it is intended to, mm. like, it feels like there are lots of eyes on him from the pack of unha- unsatisfied women <laughs> that inhabit every mass season. Mm. Like, mm. is he too nice to, to recouple or uh, is that a, a thing that could happen? He wouldn't on the show. I don't think he would, no. I don't think he would unless, unless she sort of left him first kind of thing. If he was fr- liberated, maybe he yeah. would. I don't feel like he's the, the type to... He's I don't not, know, but who he's knows? He's going to go cam on it. We're always being surprised. Um, when she pulls him up on his bag English, because I think he says, uh, ax, uh, yeah. Um, he excuses himself to go to the toilet, and then he comes back from the toilet, and she has him up about not washing his hands. And these guys, in this moment, fast-forwarded to a couple who have been together for 10 years and argued, mm. like, overly familiarly. She was... I couldn't tell if she was joking. Like, she was she really was, she aggressive. Start, it sounded like she started out as a joke, but then she meant it. Yeah. And she was like, let me smell... He's like, I did wash my hands. And he's, she's like, let me smell them. Smell them. And I, do, like, I do what? that with my children. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, this is the whole point, right? She's, like, completely patronising him. And then she says, there's fucking soap for a reason, you dirty grot. You dirty grot. How dare she say that? I can't tell you how many times I've used the word grot since I watched that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Some 50 plus. You dirty grot. I mean, amazing scene. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible lady. Horrible, (laughs) horrible situation. Horrible. Also, my take is that she gave him shit about his... English, he went to, he excused himself to the loo, not to actually use the loo, but to compose himself and maybe have a wee cry. So if he didn't mm. wash his hands, it's probably because he didn't touch his bits. I mean, he might have. I don't know. True. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. It's an interesting point. It's he, so upsetting. He had to up about it the next day about, mm. about trying to change him and her being disrespectful. So 
I mean, I don't think there's a lot of hope for them long term, but I appreciate that he's sticking up for himself. Let's get on to the commitment ceremony. We'll we'll, we'll cruise through this because Duncan's got to be somewhere soon. I do. I got to head out. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, Booker and Brett very boring. They stay, stay. Uh, Russell and Beth are sad, Aww. so they leave. Both of them. Leave, leave. I'm so sad. It was a horrible moment. I hated this commitment ceremony. Oh, it's Russell, the older chap, who, who were like Glasses. sort of diddy dog vibes. Yes. Very, very dog vibes. He wears kind of like white brand. Paul Henry suits and suspenders. <laughs> and he has his pocket square already preloaded into his jacket before he puts it mm. on. Is that normal? No. No, you do it once it's on, right? Yeah, but also feels like. Efficient thing, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might even have it sewn in. Like, I'm sure that that is a thing that starts to happen. Sure. Bryce and Melissa. Um, okay, here's your, here's your office moment for the week. Yeah. What do we got? Okay. Well, we started the whole episode on Bryce not knowing who Gonzo is. <laughs> when when, uh, when Cam had not Cam, sorry, Sam, Sam. had been calling him Gonzo um, the previous week. Mister Toad. <laughs> Wait. On the from the office. Oh yeah. <laughs> When, uh, when David Brent's finding out all the nicknames people have from him, he doesn't Mr. know who Mr. Toad is. <laughs> the most amazing thing is, it was like, got to be some kind of cartoon character. Googled him and was like, not bad looking. Not a bad looking guy. like having a real positive read yeah. on Gonzo. <laughs> Gonzo is my favourite Muppet, so not an insult as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And the commitment ceremony. Oh, okay, so it all, go, it all goes... Uh, uh, tong, as they used to say in Australia about 15 years ago, when um, Sam... when. They bring up Sam and the Bucks Night nervous comment thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that has, Is that what has, he's like? I can't afford to be nervous in my, my job, line, mate. I'd be out of a job. In so my line psycho. of work, I can't afford to be nervous. So Bryce is a regional radio host. Yeah, I, I know this. I, I like never has so innocuous and totally normal a comment started such an enormous feud. It's like, so crazy. Because you know, when they reply, <laughs> you're like, no, that's just absolutely an ice-breaking kind of... Yeah. Who would not be on TV waiting to be married in front of millions of people? Like? Yeah. Sam <laughs> Sam says he was nervous too, you know. Like yeah. what, it, it, Bryce is insanely defensive mm. and goes straight to, like, a thousand every time. It's so, so nuts. Um, John tells them they were both really rude and goes really hard on Bryce's behaviour and the effect on Melissa. Uh <laughs> But and, and he's well, like, well, and to give guy Bryce credit, he's he's taken it on board and he's really chilled out now. <laughs> yeah. And John, John thinks he'll do it again. Bryce says he won't. John's not buying it. And he says, "I'm saying BS to that." BS to that. <laughs> wow, I love John. <laughs> and John's also like slouching on the couch. Yeah. Like he he's is so fed he's up. So I think he took back a couple of like shots of chartreuse or something just to get himself <laughs> in the zone. I love the bit where TV. Bryce was like in negotiations. Where he's like, I don't know why you keep bringing this up about, you know, me being like a dick. <laughs> so I don't know why it's relevant. And John's like, this is affecting your relationship. And Bryce is like, in a positive way? <laughs> he's like, no, in a negative way. He is a creature. It's honestly like Australia just has this, like, weird town that's completely off the books where they make these people <laughs> and just like give them the worst like formative experiences so that they come out just creatures of reality TV. Um, also, amazing. just a note, I don't want to see Bryce doing his ITMs in the moment interviews without his Cut top on. on. Yeah. Please don't do that again. 
I know it's already all wrapped up, but go back and do a read. It's horrible. He loves to be in his knickers as well. (laughs) All over the place. Not for me. Uh, There's a rumour doing around that Bryce has a lady on the outside. We'll talk more about that when we get to the dinner party. But when Jason gives Bryce a heads up that this rumour's doing around, um, Bryce is like, oh, it's probably one of the girls. I like the drama. And then also said, hopefully she has blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. Also, to be like, it's the girls that cause the drama in this yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you're just like constantly exploding <laughs> as a human. Belinda and Patrick stay, stay. Obviously, best bit. Patrick straightening Belinda's hair. Jake and Beck. Beck says leave. Jake says stay, and. They're going to hit reset. They're going to press their belly buttons. That's what I do with the kids. Press your belly button, reset. Ah. Yeah. Jake the... Oh, that's good. Thanks. Is Jake the charity CEO? Yeah. yeah. He's, like, really good looking. He is. He's great. What's her problem? She is a... She's... I know. She, I she redeemed like her herself. Well. She, she was like amazing. She's, she's with been Bryce. horrible up to this point, mm. and but you know I think she's done a great job with Bryce. Because I'm like this dude's kind of a dreamboat. Yeah. She doesn't it's, like his teeth. She doesn't like his teeth. He wasn't wearing a tie. He wasn't. He stuck his tongue down her throat. Okay, he sort of like said hello from <laughs> twenty meters away. <laughs> she was on the defensive with him from the word go. What? Also, she doesn't know who Princess Diana is. So do with that what you will. Wow. Yeah, not human. She's the sass hole. That was how she oh, described yeah. her oh, friends. I love, describe I her. love that. <laughs> Alana and Jason are our absolute <laughs> horn dogs, and they stay, stay. Coco and Sam, obviously, that completely imploded, um, and they both leave. I have read that Cam and Coco are no longer together, that that distance made it difficult, and that they tried to re-enter the experiment as a couple and they weren't allowed. They weren't allowed? What? What? How dare you? I think maybe it would just have been like, well, we know that they're happy together. What's You know, like, where's where's the fun in that? But they were so. But Coco. I know, Coco is amazing. At all times. I mean, Coco's outfit. Oh, yeah. It was very bold. Yeah, mm. yeah. And her one-liners. The show's C- really she, 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 she was just like one of those people where the TV camera does something to their freaking DNA and blood, and it's incredible to watch. Mm. Like she is just sort of writhing with the energy of I think it. I don't think that's the TV camera. I think she's like that all the time. I feel like maybe she possibly toned it down. She, 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 she probably, a lot. She definitely does heaps of Pilates yeah. as well. Yeah. It's just my gut. Also, her brand is so strong that she was caught in, like, you know, what's normally kind of the adulterous situation that makes someone a villain. And she came out of it and I was like, Coco's a hero. Well, that's because her <laughs> husband was such a dick. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, that's it's true. very different to. But to still, the, the impact on Samantha of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you it know? was horrendous. And the way that she sort of set up her interactions with. Samantha as, as if there was, as there was some nobility yeah, to, yeah, to them. Yeah. yeah, woman to woman. Yeah. People are saying things. <laughs> People are saying. Yeah, yeah. We're so good. Yeah. so good. People are saying, person is saying, yeah. at my prompting. <laughs> Joe and James, uh, what a train wreck these two have become. I am so ashamed of myself that I thought James was a good guy at the beginning we of We need this. to go back and delete, delete stuff, Jonathan. Just take all of those episodes offline because James is <gasps> horrible, Horrific. horrible, horrible. Okay, so... At the commitment ceremony, he pulls out, did you see this? Uh, you didn't watch the commitment ceremony. He sits down and just out of the blue is like, I have to come clean. I'm in love with another woman. Oh, this is James with the, the dark hair who did the... Yes. Oh, yeah. He is a... 
He's, he's a rat. Yeah. The only thing is that, like, I did feel like eventually he did a proper apology and meant it about the frigid commentary. Yeah, but he's done. But he still said frigid about yeah. a thousand but times. But he's also then. done those very convincing <laughs> so, apologies to his wife before. And I keep because I remember they were the ones that I was like, they show such a good example of conflict <laughs> resolution. Yeah. And um, but so he does those. He's, he seems very genuine when he apologizes, only to like double down the next argument. It's he's he's. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. He, look, he, he goes he, he has a sulk for two days. Yeah. Anyway, he says that the the woman he's in love with is Alessandra. It's like giant joke, but he's obviously like made Joe's heart just drop through the floor yeah. when he yeah. said it. Then he gets up and gives Alessandra a kiss on the cheek. Despicable. Thinks he's being <sighs> hilarious and she is just disgusted and she's like, that is not a good joke like that's not yeah. funny how do you think that makes Joe feel she did a very good I feel like there were some good examples this week of like how to call people out without escalate you know like as someone I'm very scared when someone says something problematic or does something troublesome to me I don't know how to deal with it mm. where she was just like I don't understand the joke. Like, mm. said that to him, you know, when you put it back on someone. Yes. yeah. Very skillful. And Jake does it later, does a lot of that in yeah. the, um, oh, at the dinner party. Yes, Jake. I just love Alessandra. Okay, so James, <laughs> Josie's stay, and James writes, I've written leave, and I've written four now, but I've crossed out the four. <sighs> Referencing the week before she had said stay for now, and it had really upset him. Just not funny gags, But it was man. also very David Brentish as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, explaining it like I've crossed out the four. You'll remember this from the <laughs> just the planning. Yeah, I think that's what like that's the Brent Brentisms. You see the you see the way he's planned out these jokes. It's yeah. just horrific. Joe um, acted out at the wedding that she attended a little bit by sort of I loved that because <laughs> it was Carrie and Johnny A just like. Light the of each other's couple. lives, yeah. shining, and then Joe's kind of like drinking a cigarette in the back of the room, being like, "That's gonna change. <laughs> You're not gonna be happy forever. You'll give it five days, and then you'll be on the roller coaster." And then James is like, "We would not. That's not fair. We were good for ten days." <laughs> uh, um, anyway, they Joe and James go off at the wedding and have a chat. They they decide to work things out, but they um, they don't. <laughs> have we talked alert. about the moment where she was like? When he went away or whatever, disappeared. And then she's like, that's so disrespectful to me. And he's like, why is that disrespectful? Who are you to me? You're You're nothing. nothing. Oh, he started saying you're nothing, and then he cut comes yeah. off. And you're like, nothing. You're too too late. Ooh, <laughs> a long way down this cul-de-sac. Also, she drinks a quarter strength cappuccino. Oh, was there ever a less punchy drink in <laughs> existence? Why not just get quarter? How do you even make a fluffy? that? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, on to the dinner party. Duncan, you've got five minutes. No, no, do no. your worst. Six. Six minutes. Do your worst. Should we start off with Girlfriend on the Outside? <laughs> yes. My hot new single? <laughs> That's actually... Yeah, I know. It's my hot new single. It's not bad, eh? That's really good. Anyway, uh, all the talk is about Bryce's secret girlfriend, Beck started the rumour, apparently. But it's not a rumour. It's not a rumour. Like, it clearly happened. Yeah. Like, she's got pure recall of it. Mm-hmm. It maps with every... Like, he basically agrees to the, the whole thrust of it, except apart the last from, part. Apart from the gift. <laughs> so, I said, yeah, I got a secret girlfriend, but I didn't get her a gift, because I didn't want to get caught. Duh. Why are you making it all about me again? <laughs> oh, he's so bad, but I just love watching him be on TV. <laughs> And he tries to pull, again, he tries to pull everyone in the room onto his side of things. And then Beck <laughs> says to him, you're not an avocado. Not everyone loves you. Yeah. Great line. I just, everybody loves 
I don't think they do. I think they're sort of notoriously loved think, by most, but not all. I, I think in big circles, true. Avocado is like the, the the queen fruit. You know, I do know. It's a fruit because it's got seed inside, right? Can we say is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. The the thing, his arguing style is just. <laughs> How is it? It's gonna, can't have ever possibly worked even once. This like, <laughs> hey, everybody who's plausibly in the same like city block as me, choose a side. <laughs> By the way, I'll just quickly give you the TLDR of my position. It's completely unsustainable, but incredibly loud. <laughs> who's with me? We're streaking the quad. Like it's just so freaking useless. He is and terrible. And yet he just really hammers it. He's terrible in an argument. He does not. He's just, he just, he would be a terrible on a debating team. You don't want him on a debating team, he's going to bring you down. He's not getting speaker of the day. But he's like, I'm the most honest person in the experiment. Yeah. Right? He's lying. <laughs> just flailing. But he clearly believes his lie because he's got, he's got an off on some kind of mental technicality. Yes, yeah. exactly it's so right. so weird. Yeah. He's found a loophole and he's just dived into it. At one point, um, he says, let's get on with this shit. And Jake's like, hey, hey. Don't swear, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes oi, oi. He hates, he hates swearing, but then he didn't mind it later when Melissa was like, this is all bullshit. Yeah. And he's like, amen. Yeah, well. <laughs> Respect to Jake. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, he, he had the presence of mind to understand when it was appropriate and when it wasn't. Mm. So then after denying everything, denying, just basically saying that conversation didn't take place. With <laughs> I've never even been to a gym. <laughs> yeah. I've never met this girl Beck before in my life. Uh, he then... Admits that he met a girl on Tinder a couple of months ago and slept with her a couple of times. We fucked. Yeah, we fucked. <laughs> yeah. What, what about it? Ended four weeks before coming on here, and then everyone's like, "So four. wait, you knew so you, you were coming known. on the show? Yeah, because he'd already yeah. been accepted and was just like, might as well just." But he's like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just gonna quickly redo the facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pat, Pat has a giggle at Bryce's expense, <clears throat> and um. It to a to a joke that someone else made, I think that Brett made the honesty thing. He was like, when he's like, I'm the most honest person. And Brett was like, says who? Yeah, and then Patrick kind of cracked up. Cracked and up. then Bryce came for Patrick. And then Bryce came for and Patrick was like, pipe down. I love what that. Like, little I love like, that. I love like, that. Like, it's, it's like he's watching his dad do something and he's like got a spade in and he's trying to dig a hole next to us. It's just so amazing watching him play. Patrick play and Belinda really shone in this episode. They mm -hmm. really came into their own. And, and Patrick was like so turned on by their combined effort to yeah. stand up for each other it's and like, themselves. It's sexy. And she's like, it is not sexy. <laughs> Stop saying that. You saying that is, makes it less and, sexy. And it wasn't sexy to begin with. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sexy. <laughs> um, Bryce also called Be Beck a fucking puppeteer. And again, Jay, I mean, that was the last straw. Jake mm. leads to the defense of Beck, <clears throat> his wife, and of all women, and says, say your piece by all means, but don't talk to my wife or any other woman at the table like that. Just, but, but he, he was cool headed, firm, firm but fair. Mm. What a king. And uh, uh, of course, in all this, Melissa's just like drowning at sea. Oh. The whole it's just time. horrible. I hate watching just it. Just welling like, up. If, if Bryce could just be like a, you know, just a crazy idiot, just, you know, spinning off on his axis, that would be fine. But just her being there, like, trying or wanting to believe it, it's very, it's a real, it hushes the tone. Mm, yeah. And they've built this thing that if they survive these fights, it makes them stronger. Like yeah, that's, that's the narrative. That's called trauma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she really just, it's like, what she thinks or feels, 
she's decided doesn't matter at all. Mm. At all costs, stand by your man. There's no way she can't have seeds of doubt in her head after yeah. everything that's taken place yeah. at this dinner party. And yet she's still like her responsibility is to to her horrible, yeah. horrible husband. And there was that specific bit of the of the story that Bex told as well that Bryce had said it's gonna be easy to get to the end, end with, with Liz. Liz. Yeah. And she's proving it, right? Like she she'll she'll put up with anything. I feel so sorry for her. I think Liz and Chris. Liz, Liz and Chris. Chris. Can you imagine? Mm. I mean it rhymes for a it's start. Great. I mean, it's great on paper. Uh, okay, disappearing James. Um, Joe's had enough of James' bad behaviour. He disappeared for a couple of days. He straight up lies and says that he didn't come home. She insists, sorry, but, that he did come home. She insists <coughs> he didn't. Uh, and at this point, Belinda finds her lovely little ballerina voice and tells James he's been treating Joe like shit, that he's been controlling, he's been confusing on the couch. And it was amazing. It was amazing. But then that moved into frigid Belinda. Not my words. James's words. Just a crazy word, like a word that should not it's be. A word it's that, a throwback like, Thursday, hey? I it, haven't heard that for... Yeah, it's it something that like, you'd like, say about, like, you, you, when you're 12 years old, about a girl who might not hold hands with someone. Frig, you know? Frigid and blue balls were, like, <laughs> concepts that only exist, that, that were, like, very earnestly understood <clears throat> and obviously are just nightmarish in conception. Mm. But they mm. were just like high school, just phenomenon. Like it was like medicine. Like you just got your early kind of sex education, and to, like you, you kind of forget about them because they're so obviously just impossible, like impossibly stupid. And then there's this dude who's just wandering around. Yep, yeah, frigid. That's a concept <laughs> that I stand by. And he's trying to get out in a technicality, Holy. being like, "It was a question. It wasn't a statement." <laughs> yeah, I said, "Is she frigid? <laughs> not she is frigid." <laughs> so <laughs> amazing, not so different. amazing, and, and not an okay question to ask or word to use in reference to anyone else. It's just one of the words that goes in the like Bin. abandoned words <laughs> place. Okay. okay, I have to run. This has been so nice. Sorry We're to get bad. all emotional about oh. it. It's so nice. It's great. When can we... Oh, are you going to be back for maths or what are we going to yeah, do Yeah, I'm going to keep going with maths, but also like, Jesus willing, there will be no more Bachelor for next it's, week. It's, it's, it's got to be nearly over. So There's then, the after we, the final roses. Back. They just got filmed, didn't they, this week? Which I am not involved in. Mm. Oh, you, so you think you might be talking about it? I'm talk. getting out on a technicality. I'm doing a James. <laughs> doing a James. <laughs> All right, I have to run, but okay. I, I love it. I love being back. And, um, <laughs> it wouldn't be the real pub without you running away. So it's true. It's yeah, true. Run away. So yeah, okay. I'm very committed. Okay. Get out of here. Uh, we don't have much much more to talk about anyway. Um, Just Patrick. Patrick went into bat yeah. for his wife. Yeah, he sure did. did. Say sorry multiple times and made James issue. Was it? Was it like right? First, he said sorry, <laughs> so, yeah. which is like a lot like what one of my children says to the other when they've like thumped them over the head, and I'm like, say sorry, yeah, and, like, sorry. <laughs> and then and then Patrick's like, that is not good enough. Yeah, say that wasn't a proper apology. Say sorry, and then he did deliver what Duncan thought was a genuine apology yeah. that you and I know better, which I think was actually sorry. Yeah, really am. Really, am. <laughs> I didn't mean to. You know, I didn't really. I really didn't want to make you feel that way. But yeah, it's like. Well, you're sorry you got found out. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. all it is. Um, lastly, the last topic of the dinner party is, of course, uh, Liam and his um, sexual preferences. Oh, yeah. So Patrick, Le- Patrick had some questions. Patrick had some questions. I mean, I don't know if Patrick was on. Oh, because Patrick, of course, was drinking beer earlier in the night yeah. and frothing up a storm. Frothing up a storm. I love the, bro- the, the bromance between Patrick and um, 
Jake, is it Jake? Jake yeah. and Brett, and then Brett's getting kind of jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but early, at the very beginning of the of the dinner party, Patrick's like, whenever I drink beer, it just like frosts, frosts right up. And Jake's like, well, how are you drinking it? Are you drinking it like with your mouth right around the, the top of the top of the bottle or are you like doing like something like a cup? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't. And he's like, no, serious question, ma'am. Like, how are you doing? <laughs> it's so sweet. I love, like, Patrick could be an alien. You know, we've got to put it out there. He uh, seems to be learning a lot about the human race he is, he over is. the course of this experiment. What's that movie where the the guy goes? It's like Brendan Fraser, and he's like under uh, like kept in a um, bomb shelter or something. Uh, uh, Blast from the past. Is it Brendan Fraser or someone? Brendan Fraser. Or and, are, and it's Alicia Silverstone, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes out and like learns about the modern world. It's yeah, Patrick. it's Patrick. Oh, God bless him. Uh, yeah, and Brett gets a bit jealous. Jumps straight onto Liam's lap. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about doing that. I don't know about doing that either. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Liam, they, they showed a shot of Liam, like, uh, reassuringly putting his um, his arm around his wife yeah. while Brett was sitting atop his lap. Um, but, yeah, Patrick straight up asked Liam if he's bisexual and then asked if he's been with more boys or girls, which I think in the context of the conversation that Georgia had with him over the honesty box was fine. I think at a dinner party in front of everyone, someone you've just met, not fine. Yeah. Like, Patrick didn't know any of that. <laughs> he was really just taking a punt, wasn't yeah. he? He didn't know how open Liam was. The no. last he would have seen was that really awkward interaction at... Um, at the wedding. At the wedding. Yeah. Again, though, he's not well-versed in it. No, he's not. Human, he's human still, interaction. He's still learning, and he was at least one beer froth deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Liam's just amazingly open and like you yeah, know, seemed to take it well. I love it. And Liam is a great example, and and so is Georgia. So I'm very interested to see how all these couples, um, these new couples, turn out. Final oh. final conflict was Joe and James. Their final big buster. What happened? I when she was like. You sit here thinking that you're fucking King Dick. Oh, yeah. Do you know what that made me do? Go back King and watch the King Dingaling. King Dingaling. Yeah, the King Dingaling. He's got to be a king every season. Yeah. King Dingaling. And king some, a king and some, some new word for male anatomy. Yeah. Just a different one every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they're not going to last, are they? Oh, probably not. I think they're probably done. Probably they're done. Probably done. Yeah. And yeah, and just him when he put his arm around Carrie, oh, he yes. was like, "I'm single, by the way." And was having this like big oh. Joker, like kind of maniacal. It was maniacal. Laugh. Like they just they've done some. I don't know if they've got like a new editor on board or someone new directing the edits because there's been a lot of really amazing edits this mm. season. Um, clearly, like Frankenbites and stuff out of <laughs> like yeah. completely out of context, but just such good quality, like. 30-second moments of um, of just insane editing that yeah. just really hammers home the point. And this was one of them when, yeah. when James was just la- laughing like an absolute creature. Yeah, and just uh, his arm around Kerry. Yeah. I was just like, Kerry's new, leave her alone. And just, I mean, leave everyone alone. And just so insensitive to his wife, who is clearly hurting and embarrassed and humiliated. And then mm. he's doing that horrible thing of just being like massive in the room yeah. and kind of just huge open peacocking body language. And, yes, peacocking. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, You're welcome. Thanks, thanks John. <laughs> <laughs> and that's us. Thank you very much to everyone for listening. Please tell your mates about this podcast. Thank you very much to Jonathan for recording. Thank you, Duncan, wherever you are. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. And we'll be back next week with more maths. Can't wait. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te Ahe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate.
The Spin-Off Podcast Network.